You're listening to the Amplify podcast, where we discuss topics related to being a student at the University of Michigan. Hello, friends. This episode is about student government and advocacy. June and I realized that we really didn't know much about what student government does. And when we talked to our peers and friends, they agreed that many of us are in the dark about how to advocate for ourselves as students. Uh, to help break this down, we have a special guest with us today. Uh, Joe Lobodzinski is an elected representative in student government and the vice chair of the Committee Advocating for Transfer Students, also known as CATS. Thanks so much for joining us, Joe. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate being here. So we can get started. Um, we'll learn a little bit more about you. Where are you from? What is your major? And how did you become a part of student government? So, uh, yeah, well, my name is Joseph Lobojinski. Um, I'm a junior studying political science, uh, minoring in modern European studies or Germanic studies uh, in the College of LSNA. And uh, I transferred here last fall from Ferris State University after getting an associate's degree in tool design machining. So I, I kind of totally 180 uh, studies there because I, I just found out that engineering wasn't really necessarily the calling for me. I, you know, I, I worked in a few places and I just, didn't necessarily like it. So I transferred here uh, and uh, kind of became uh, active in different uh, organizations, particularly within like the transfer student community. And uh, I kind of found out that the transfer student community was kind of like underrepresented in more ways than one, particularly within student government. Uh, when I found out about it, like the CADS committee was like being run by like two people who weren't transfer students. And so I kind of, I wanted to get a little bit involved. And so this past spring I ran for student government and got elected and uh, now I'm the vice chair of CATS. That's awesome. Um, well, for one, let me say, uh, yeah, people change their majors, right? So um, I think it's, it's a great thing that you were able to recognize like, you know, maybe I'm good at this, but that doesn't mean I want to be doing it. Um, respect for you. I think sometimes people, they like, they jump into a major and they're like, I'm just going to do this because I'm already, I'm already doing it. So I'm just going to keep doing it. Um, <laughs> Elias. Um, so <laughs> but uh, so, so respect to you uh, for admitting like, you know what, I'm just going to do something you're more passionate about. And also I love that you saw that CATS was being run by non-transfer students and saw like an issue with that. Um, that happens a lot uh, on campus, I've noticed, um, where people are kind of representing groups that they're not really a part of. And then they wonder why there's all these, you know, miscommunications. Um, so I also, I would just want to throw some respect for you um, for stepping up to that. That's awesome. Um, and just kind of out of curiosity, just kind of with that, um, because you came as a transfer student into a space that was inhabited by like people who had been here their entire uh, uh, college careers, did you find any difficulty in kind of um, navigating, like, I guess the um, political landscape of like student government? Not necessarily. I, okay. the people on student government are pretty nice. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, whenever I have questions, you know, I'm, the, like the executive board and uh, other leadership that are there to help me with it. Um, uh, the current like chair of the 
CAD's committee, you know, she's also uh, a transfer student. So, you know, we mm -hmm. kind of teamed up and we really cleaned up the, uh, that whole committee. But uh, I, I really, really respect the people on student government. I think they're, they're really nice. And uh, we're, we're trying our best to uh, include all different groups uh, within the University of Michigan and within the College of Literature and Science and Arts. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. Um, yeah. And I, I also just want to throw out there that, you know, transfer students, we're not really a monolith, right? Like there's, mm -hmm. there's also so many other sub, um, kind of like subcultures within, um, for example, I'm a transfer student, but I'm also um, a first generation student and I'm also a non-traditional student. Um, and all of those things kind of mix together for me. And so sometimes it feels like things that have been catering to transfer students um, still miss the mark for people like me who maybe still don't quite fit in. Um, and so, yeah, having really trying to include a lot of different groups within what it means to be a transfer student, I think is really important. So I appreciate that work. Um, so moving on, uh, what would you say the function of student, student government is? What, what, um, what does a meeting look like, for example? Um, and what examples of work are there that you guys have done in the last year? Well, uh, student government is pretty much just that. We're a government for the students and uh, we try and uh, advocate for student voices on campus uh, to different bodies like the administration uh, and uh, faculty and just uh, yeah, just doing that, uh, raising our voices in solidarity for causes that we we believe that will make life better for students on campus. And uh, what we usually do is that uh, every Wednesday, 8 p.m., uh, all elective reps, the executive board, uh, we come together and uh, you know, we talk policy and uh, different issues facing uh, student body on campus and uh, usually it, it's a meeting that lasts like three hours and uh, each each committee uh, explains what they've been doing uh, what they're trying to accomplish and then uh, we bring bills forth for the elective reps to vote on and uh, over the past year uh, you know and that's a to my own horn but we, we've done a lot and uh I'm, I'm go really on, happy. go on and brag. Yeah, yeah. We love to hear it. What'd you I'm do? Just, I'm not somebody to brag, but uh, we, you know, we did, we did a lot. Uh, you know, this past September with the geo strike and the run staff strike, we issued statements of solidarity, and uh, many of our members took part in those strikes. And uh, we we knew how uh, important what the geo and res staff was advocating for for the student body. And, uh, you know, we did uh, a lot of things to help them for that. And uh, right now, actually, this pat this last week, we just passed a bill uh, pressuring administration to uh, make this semester pass, no record COVID, just like this past spring. That way it can just alleviate a little bit of academic anxiety. Uh, that's great. Right now. So yeah, it's that's what we've heard. A, a lot of people are really stressed out and uh, we, we wanna do as much as we can. And uh, another thing, uh, our health committee is making care packages for students quarantining in Northwood. Uh, oh, wow. I know that, yeah, so we, we, we heard that that was a huge issue and rightfully so. Uh, 
this past September during the geo strike, uh, we heard that the living conditions there were pretty abysmal. And uh, we, we did what we can to kind of express support for the people who were stuck there and to pressure administration to, uh, you know, make living conditions better for the people who were forced to live there in quarantine. So we, we've been doing a lot. Uh, we also give funding for student orgs on campus uh, to initiate uh, virtual events, events that are uh, adhering to COVID uh, social distancing guidelines, uh, just trying to make it as easy as possible for people to socialize because I know that's kind of a hard thing to do right, right. now with uh, everything that's going on. Kind of to that point, um, have you noticed it? Um, have you noticed any difficulties with kind of adjusting to an online environment within student government? Just kind of like, I guess, getting day to day stuff done? It is kind of difficult because, as you probably would know, like you, there's a certain aspect of like face to face communication that you lose. Yeah. Absolutely. Through virtual, yeah, through virtual conversation. And, uh, you know, that's so. And any other government, that's kind of how a lot of business gets done. So, I mean, it, it's, it does damper communication a little bit, but uh, we're doing our best to just communicate with one another and, uh, you know, do what's best for the, you know, student body here. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Um, yeah, I, I love uh, the, <laughs> the, the list of things that you guys are doing. Um, I didn't know things were, were bad. Um, I also, I don't live in, Ann Arbor right now. I moved back to Grand Rapids um, this summer because of everything being online. Um, so I'm not like really up to date on a lot of what's going on in Ann Arbor. Um, I didn't know that students were struggling like that um, at North Campus, you said. Um, so yeah, I really appreciate that um, you guys listened to the yeah, needs and were amazing. able to, to reach out for them. I think that's, that's so important right now for us to support each other as students. Um, yeah, I, I love that. So moving forward, uh, tell us more about CATS. So I guess my confusion too is like, is CATS a part of student government? Is it separate from student government? Um, you know, what are, what are the, the issues that CATS addresses specifically in comparison to what student government does? Um, yeah, if you could clarify that for us, that'd be great. So yeah, uh, CATS is a part of student government. We're a committee within student government and uh, CATS, like as you said earlier, stands for Committee Advocating for Transfer Students. So our main objective is to uh, make life better on campus for transfer students, not only transfer students, but uh, non-traditional students such as yourself, uh, you know, uh, veterans who may be transferring here right from the armed forces and also international students. So we, we try our best to make everything better and easier for them, not only uh, for when they're on campus, but when they're acclimating to everything, because it's it's a really big jump. Like I, I can attest from like my personal experience when I transferred here, when I first got here, like coming from like a smaller college, you're like, well, this is huge. There's a lot yeah. of people here. Like, am I like sort of like the big game sort of person that deserves to be like a student at the University of Michigan? Totally and yeah, yeah awesome. so like there's there's like so many things that were kind of like running through my head at that time and uh 
like I, I had to know I knew like I wasn't the only person with that sort of feeling. So I, I just I join as many student transfer student organizations as I can and uh, found out like yeah, a lot of people were thinking the same as me. And uh, you know, those thoughts weren't necessarily being advocated on campus as much as they should be. And uh, decided, I decided to, uh, you know, join student government, a few other organizations to uh, sort of uh, address those problems. And uh, CATS is mainly uh, sort of the main thing within student government that tries to address these problems. And uh, for example, uh, we're trying to make it easier for students to petition classes uh, for example, uh, it's kind of hard to transfer classes here. I mean, like that's very that, true. Yeah, like a lot of my classes just like bounced off, uh, and they weren't applied for like different uh, sections within my uh, you know undergrad degree. So I I feel like we're just kind of getting ripped off there, and we just want to make it easier for people to petition it, and uh, you know advocate like yeah, I learned this at my previous institution, why should I come here and just regurgitate it? It, right. it makes no sense. Right. So that's that's one thing we're doing. We're also trying to uh, advocate for housing for transfer students because when I came here, uh, I, I heard about like, you know, the transfer student living community. Uh, I think it was called the transfer year experience. And like outside of that, there really wasn't much of anything besides, well, you can go and like try and integrate within the dorms, uh, which right now is kind of a hellish idea. Yeah. Yeah, not the <laughs> and best. Then, uh, and then you have uh, the sort of like the living situation in Arbor. Like if I wanted to rent an apartment, uh, just all the different hoops I would have to jump through for that. And uh, I feel mm -hmm. like we were kind of, stuck in like some sort of like lingo some sort of like dead space in which we weren't really have like the transfer housing that we kind of needed so we're trying to make it easier for transfer students like to find a place that they're comfortable with uh to you know find housing that's decent and uh i know that covid is really like taking a hit on this so we're putting the pedal to the metal trying to figure things out but uh you know, uh, that, that's that's just one thing that we're trying to do. Yeah, just kind of I on appreciate that. that. Go ahead. Um, oh, yeah. So just like kind of to dig a little bit deeper on that. Um, are you putting together sort of resources for transfer students to figure out themselves, like where what housing is like a good fit for them? Or is it more along the lines of um, actually working with like some of the landlords in the area and, and the university and and trying to um, get those accommodations, I guess, from the actual uh, rental agencies. Yeah, so a a as you would know, I mean, I don't know if either of you live in Ann Arbor, I know June said like she moved yeah. back to uh, yeah. Grand Rapids, but like you gotta sign leases like in October, November, December. And yeah. when I got my like admissions letter, it was like late, January, early February. So like I already right. lost like precious time. And on top of that, like I had no idea uh, where to like particularly move in because like housing didn't send me an email to like a month, month and a half later. Uh, 
right like, telling me about like the different options on campus and like how you can apply and all that other stuff so right now we're just trying to uh make it easier for transfer students by uh sending like that housing email uh right mm -hmm. after they get like their admissions letter and uh so that way at least you have a little bit of time uh you know to figure things out and then on that email there'll be different resources like landlords uh co-ops like the one i'm living in right now and uh you know dorms mm -hmm. if just any route you want to go down uh it, there should be options and you know you should learn about them as soon as possible right yeah. like cutting out that dead space yeah yeah um which co-op do you live in uh so i, I live in the uh ann arbor uh icc co-op uh, i live in asher house in north campus oh, okay um yeah, I, I don't personally ever want to live in a co-op, but, um, but I do love hanging out at co-ops. Um, it's, it's usually a good time, good people. Um, in fact, last year when I was in Ann Arbor, um, the first friends that I really made that I considered like actual friends were um, from a co-op and like them inviting me over for their like Tuesday night dinner. And um, yeah, so, so shout, shout out Vale House. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so that's cool. And I, I love that work. Um, I know I keep saying that. I'm just like, yeah, go Joe, go Joe. Um, <laughs> it does but, sound like you're doing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that's, it's really great. Um, I think we picked a great person to have on the show. Um, like every oh, single one of, like every <laughs> single one of these things you're talking about are issues that like when I was coming here for the first time I'm like yep that sucked that sucked I had to deal with that one but yeah I totally know what you're talking about I'm glad that someone's like doing something about it yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you know we're we're also trying to like men like sort of like the social gap if you want to call it because like like I said like when you come to campus particularly as a transfer student like you don't know what to do uh you don't know what organizations to join and like particularly with COVID killing things like festival and uh, right. other like in-person meetings that make it, you know, very valuable to meet people and to be able to, uh, you know, connect with people and to join organizations. Uh, we're, we're trying our best to just not only as CAS, but as like a student government to uh, make it easier for people to socialize and join orgs. So that's, yeah, that's another thing I just want to, into this yeah. yeah, that's actually, um, that's definitely something we've been working on at Optimize. Um, and I mean, that's a big part of what um, inspired this podcast actually was, you know, normally uh, the things we're talking about in some of these episodes, we maybe would hold an event for um, or, mm -hmm. oh, have like a, oh, learn about student government, you know, thing in room, whatever, there'll be pizza, you know, and people could come like talk about these things in person. Um, and so, because it's not really an option right now, we, yeah, being able to have a podcast where students can listen and learn about some of these things just on their own time um, and in a safe way um, was really important to us because, yeah, I think we are really missing out on a lot of that connection that we could have had um, if we were in person. Amplify used to put on, yeah, like uh, transfer nights and like all these different yeah, things. Yeah. And um, now, and while, Amplify is still putting on these events. So if anyone listening, um, you know, please feel free to reach out to us and, you know, you can come to the events we put on, you can be a part of the social innovation challenge. Um, 
really, you know, know that these things still exist. However, it really, the dynamic has changed quite a lot because of the pandemic and it doesn't appear to be ending anytime soon, um, at least for the rest of this academic year. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I think, I think what CATS is doing is, is really important and yeah, thanks for, thanks for clearing that up. I feel like I understand a lot more now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean like Amplify Nights is definitely something like pre-COVID that I miss. Yeah. It, it was, I, I just remember it being like pretty chill and uh, like before the uh, LSA building like reopened after they, you know, remodeled it, uh, we'd have it like, I think it was in the international building, like the Wiser Center. Yeah. Right. And uh, like, you know, we just bring pizza and people would chill and just like yeah. talk. And like, you know, that's that's a huge thing, you know. It's like especially when you're new to someplace. Yeah. And you're that's like, how cool. do I even how do I even make friends, you know? Um I know for me, I because I'm older, um and, and I always say that, oh, I'm older, I'm older. And I know <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not old, old, but like I'm I'm 27, almost 28. Um it was really awkward for me to try to make friends with like 19 year olds because I just felt <laughs> mad, like desperate. Um, <laughs> like, they, you know, they get like your black eyed peas references. Or, like, <laughs> right. No, exactly. Like I'm over here. I'm like millennial memes are so different from, from, you know, the younger people memes. I like the young people memes. Don't get me wrong, but you know what I mean? The yeah. There's a, the, the, <laughs> yeah, the youngins you know, them and their damn memes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, exactly. It just, it wasn't, I didn't always know exactly how to fit in um, and uh, and not feel like kind of weird about it. And, and also, you know, even just being like, oh, I can't even just be like, hey, do you want to go grab a drink? Like this person's 19 years old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which, yeah. But like for me at this point, like I don't even think about that a lot of the time. It's been so long since my 21st birthday that I just like kind of assume in my mind, like everybody, oh, everybody can go out to the club with me. It's like, no, no, you got to hang out with people like at the library or something. I don't know what you guys do. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, I can attest to that. Like, so when I transferred here, I, I lost like a year. So I'm technically a senior and I'm 21 but I'm um, junior credits wise. Yeah. And yeah, uh, like when I turned like 21 and I was like texting people like, hey, let's go out. And it's like, oh, I'm not 21 yet. I'm like, oh, that's right. Oh, right. Like, it's, oh. <laughs> like I can attest to that. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was weird for me when I came and having events like Amplify Nights and um, yeah, places where like I could go and hang out and I didn't have to feel like weird or desperate or awkward. It was like, everybody here is just trying to meet friends and um and stuff and so it I didn't feel as bad about it um and and yeah events like that were really special and it's sad that we can't really put them on in the same in the same way now because the reality is that we're all on our computers all day long trying to stay on top of all of our schoolwork, trying to you know make it to every meeting and so going to a virtual event while you're already on your computer all day it's just not as enticing as yeah. being able to like go free pizza you know um yeah and stuff like, like that in the neighborhood yeah why not yeah or oh i'm walking i i did that sometimes too just like walking by stuff and seeing signs that say oh this uh, this thing is happening right now and i was like oh i guess i have you know 45 minutes till my next class i could pop you know and you just like yeah. end up popping yeah. in and doing all this stuff and 
Um, and it's still, even with all of that was hard to create community um, for myself, I felt, um, but at least it was like a step in that direction. So, and so not having that now uh, is difficult. Obviously I'm back in Grand Rapids now, I'm back in my comfort zone uh, <laughs> where like I, I have plenty of friends and stuff here. Um, but assuming classes go back to quote unquote normal uh, next fall, um, I'll probably have to move back to Ann Arbor again. Yeah. Um, and I'm really glad that at least now I have Optimize um, and I know that I can always uh, hang out with that crew. Um, it's a pretty, pretty good crew, love <laughs> Optimize. Um, so, so anyway, to go on to our last, our last questions, uh, if our listeners want to get involved um, and run for office in student government or, or CATS, um, where should they go to get started? on that kind of a process, if they're interested? Well, uh, if you want to join CATS, you, you can always email me on my email, uh, joelobo at umich.edu, uh, j-o-e-l-o-b-o at umich.edu. And uh, what I can do is uh, I'll put you on our email listserv every Tuesday. I'll send out like the Zoom link for our committee meetings that we have on Wednesday at 5 o'clock p.m. Uh, and then if you just want to get involved in general student government, uh, we have our meetings every Wednesday, uh, 8 p.m. Uh, subject change sometimes, but nonetheless, uh, we'll update it on our website. Uh, so the Zoom link is on our website and the link for that is lsa.umich.edu forward slash LSA SG. And, uh, you know, uh, we have what we call constituents time. And during that time, we can just voice your opinions and, you know, what we should tackle next, what we should do. And uh, fun fact that if you come to three consecutive meetings out of five, uh, you get to become appointed an associate rep in which wow. you gain uh, speaking uh, privileges and, you know, further your voice within our meetings. But, uh, if you want to run, uh, sadly, the deadline for running this fall semester just passed. It was October 29th. And uh, even though that happened, that passed, you can still be involved. Uh, you can still come to our committee meetings. Uh, we plan on having another election this upcoming spring. So that's something to look forward to if anybody's interested in that. Um, on that, uh, yeah, just don't be afraid to contact somebody who's afraid of student government. I mean, their whole sort of uh, job it is, is to communicate with you as like an elective rep. So, you know, I'm pretty sure like if you just like DM somebody that you know, who's on student government, like, yeah, absolutely. And they'll forward you like the Zoom link or whatever you need. Yeah, And then great. a lot of those links we'll, we'll also put in the description if you're watching this on YouTube. So they'll be there too. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much, Joe, for joining us. It really means thank a you. lot for, for us to have some of that clarified. Um, we hope listeners have a better understanding of how to advocate for themselves and each other at the university. And yeah, thanks again to our special guests. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. And it was, you know, this is my first podcast. So I mean, you did great. Cool. You did oh, great. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, we will look forward to seeing you again. Um, you have, you have all my information now too. So of course, always feel free to reach out as well. 
Um, thanks for all the work that you're doing um, for us and for, for our community as students. I think it's really important work. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. The Amplify podcast is supported by Optimize, an organization here at U of M that empowers students to be creative in how we serve each other and our communities near and far. To learn more about Optimize programming, please visit OptimizeMI.org. If you have topics you would like to hear discussed, let us know at OptimizeMI at umich.edu. Thanks and be well.